podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, before we get into today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, question and answers with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your new show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And you know what the best part is? You can get all of this for only $15 a month. That's the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the setup. So, whether you're starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you just want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Now listen, acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. Go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. One Manchester, only chance in my team like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. We are, we are back with another episode of Mugger been a decent week for Man United and we're here to chop it up about it. We've got three special guests with me today. I'm Michael, your host, first and foremost, Mr. Mr. Martial, Mr. On Martial's ass. We've got man like Timmy. What's going on, my guy? Going on, my bro. You good? How are you feeling? Yeah, man. Decent weekend, man. Decent weekend results-wise. Uh, even though we didn't get three points, we didn't lose ground on on the, um, the leaders, so yeah, man, tough game, so I feel all right. That's good, man. It's, not, it's, not, it's been a long time since we can say you know, we've not lost ground on the leaders, and it's, it's good to be in that conversation again. Man, like, I call yeah, you, exactly. how you doing, my guy? AQA, how you doing? 
I'm good, man. I'm good. Looking forward to the week ahead. Christmas, calm down. Just doing my thing, man. That's it. I hear you. And last but never least, Coach. Coach Coach Yaz. How you doing, my guy? All good, man. I'm just looking forward to this conversation. I think, you know, like, like you said there, just to echo, it's good to be part of that conversation again. I think it'll be, you know, interesting what happens over the next few, especially, you know, discussion points around the games and that and whatnot. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And before we get into it, we're going to first talk about uh, we've got a new partner in Fan Slide. I don't know if either of you played it. Obviously, the Chelsea, as we're recording, the Chelsea Villa game is just finishing. Uh, any of you played it this game? I, I'm actually a bit annoyed that I took out El Ghazi before he scored. You guys, you guys didn't play yeah. it? Yeah. Bro, I had him flipping. I had Aspilicueta instead of Chilwell um, just before they scored. I was contemplating ah. which fullback to put in. I put in the wrong oh, one, obviously. Then I want to see Chilwell get an assist, so that was kind of annoying. I missed out on it's El Ghazi as well. They're both attacking. They're both yeah, attacking. yeah, exactly. So you literally is just like you literally flipping a coin over which one to pick. But the thing is, I should have used my brain and pick. I should have picked Chilwell anyway because Chilwell's just more than likely gonna create more chances than um, Asper Equator is. So yeah. that's a fumble on my part, man. Annoying. Yeah, because he's looking like he's got. I'm just putting sure I've got this game. He's got about 16, so he's doing all right. What about there? You go. Hey, any of you there? Yeah, I, I went for the English lad, so I, I, I thought back Watkins because he's due and Mason Mount, but <laughs> like <a> fire <laughs> Hey, Watkins had a storm the other day as well. Man. You were on fire in it. I thought he was going to be eating. You would have been eating. Uh, that's fan slide. So, yeah, join us, man. Tomorrow, Man United are playing. So, obviously, you Man United fans. Yeah. Like, Proper sick concept, against, man. Trust Proper me. sick concept. Play against us. And there's money to be won. You don't have to put any money in. But there's a there's a £100 pot. So, if you get the most points at the end of the game, you can be eating. Get a free little meal. Little Uber Eats thing for I'm coming. You. I'm coming for that tomorrow, man. Trust me. I want. I need takeaways as the way forward this period, man. I don't want to cook nothing. <laughs> Don't look at nothing. And of course, you can join us as well as on fan slide. We're going to be on Discord uh, tomorrow. So join us for a live conversation and commentary. And as well, we've got the visuals with the pod and they'll be out on YouTube on Wednesday. But without further ado, let's talk about the game on Boxing Day. Leicester City 2, Manchester United 2. I'll just, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go to you, Timmy. What were what your thoughts regarding the game, man? What, what was your overview of it? Um... At the beginning, I thought it was two points dropped. Um, technically, I guess it is still two points dropped. But um, I feel like if you'd have offered me a draw at the beginning of that game and then also told me that we wouldn't lose ground on Liverpool, then I'd have snapped your arm off. Um, Leicester are a good side. Uh, we've, got a, we've had a really good record against them over the past five years. But um, at this stage, we can't... We can't go around claiming. We can't go around with our with our like heads like above the clouds, thinking that we're better than everyone else. And um, I think I think a draw. I mean, I don't think we were we were like so much better than them that we should have won the game. Okay. I think defensively we were poor. We obviously we missed um, Rashford missed two great chances, but ultimately. They didn't really mean that much because we still went 1-0 and 2-1 up. Um, and he missed those chances at 0-0 and 1-1. But um, I think a draw I think a draw's um, kind of a fair result. 
Uh, it's sad not to take all three points, and obviously it's sad because Liverpool dropped points as well. But mm. ultimately, we didn't lose any ground, and um, we've we've um, got one tough game out of the way. So yeah, it's just onwards and upwards. Three points needed tomorrow massively. Okay, Akuri, just to pick on what uh, Timmy said there, he talked about Rashford's two chances. What, what what do you make of that? Do you do you think those are chances he should have scored, and you put some blame on him for us not taking three points? I mean, it's hard because he scored a goal as well. It, it, the goal he scored, he took it well. But I see where Timmy's coming from, that he missed it at nil-nil and one-one. But that's got to be his bread and butter. And he's got to be burying that. And yeah, it was at nil-nil and one-one. And we, we we did take the lead in the end. But I think he's got to score that. I'm a bit split. I mean, I'm not going to have a go at Rashford because he did score a good goal. And I think he's been playing on the whole really well the last few weeks. Um, if it was Martial, it might have been a different story. But yeah. If you're bringing that energy from Martial, I think, you know, ideally, if you want to win titles, you've got to put games like that away. It was mm. a funny game as well. Like, I just, it's a funny result and a funny game. Like, you, you come away from it and you think, is it a point gained? Is it two points dropped? I think ultimately, my opinion is, we won't know until the next two games are over. So if we, if we win our next two games, all right, it's a good point. It's eight wins out of 10, isn't it, then in the league? But mm. if we drop points next two games, you're going to look back and think, Rashford should have scored 10 chances and we should have won. So, but I'm not going to be harsh on him because I, I do think he's playing really well. Coach, he has now. So, surely, if Man United want to win the league, want to be in that conversation, surely Leicester away has to be a win, right? I mean, you could argue that, but you know what, you've got to be give credit where it's due. Obviously, Leicester having a good season themselves, you know, sitting second in the table. Um, you know, Man United got two games behind them, you know, and obviously they're a game out of hand over Liverpool. But they're doing their thing as well, man. I think. What was interesting, obviously, both teams set up, you know, with one up top. I think Man United went with 4 2 3 1 against Leicester. Well, Man United went, yeah, 4 2 3 1 against Leicester, 4 3 2 1. It's quite interesting. Um, so I, I think, in some ways, I think we're getting overloaded in the midfield at times. Um, but, you know, regarding those chances, just coming back to the rational point, I think there was elements of. You can, you know, you can be harsh on him and say he should have scored, but. Sometimes, you know, the chances are too easy and you, you, you kind of you kind of overlook how simple the opportunity is and you just. Just doesn't happen for them sometimes, man. But I think in terms of staying in the race, I think you know, as Timmy said, you know, we can look at it as two points drop, but we're still in it. Liverpool dropped twenty-two points, um, so I think from that perspective, you can kind of just be staying still on the same. We're still in the same boat we were before the game started. That's that's fair. That's fair. I think you know what, Rashford. I think when he when he doesn't have to think, he he bangs it. I mean, when he has time mm. to think, sometimes that's where we we see that. That, that lack of instinctive sort of finishing. Like, mm, he had time uh, with that header. When the ball came in, he had time. Everyone uh, had no one around him. Mm, just mm. time the header, and it's a goal. But I think because he had the time, I think that's where he fumbled. But sometimes when he strikes a ball, like when the goal he scored, the ball just came in, bang. Just 100%. 100%. And I think one, thing, one key thing, obviously, within that is, you know, when you've got situations like that, you've got everyone knows attacks are generally quite instinctive things and so it happens so rapidly so quickly you know yeah. very often it's very rare rather that you get something where it's a slow build up to the attack or you or someone just have too much time i think mm-hmm. it, it was almost that that fine window of just too much but maybe not enough for him to feel like right i've got enough time if that makes sense yeah 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 that but that's that's an interesting point i think aq you brought up if it was martial it would have been different what did you mean by that it's just, like I said at the minute, Rashford, I think, is playing at a higher level than Martial. 
and he's scoring. Yeah. Rashford is scoring. So I think the reason Rashford didn't get the flack that he, he might have got is because he, he put us ahead in the game. So mm. he did score, like Timmy said. He made amends for it. He played one for all. I thought he was one of the better players, if not the, the best player for us on Saturday. Whereas Martial's only got one league goal. He's a number nine. He's leading the line. You know, he's got a few foots on his neck this season. You know, uh, 9 a.m. crew are struggling. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueIsle. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueIsle. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't hear about that time anymore, do we? We don't hear about it. <laughs> it's them, boy. But yeah, if he, I mean, if Martial misses that, I think all hell's breaking loose if he misses two sitters on the weekend. True. And I know Timmy will be breaking that hell. But let me ask you, <laughs> let me ask you a question, Timmy. If Martial had those two exact chances Rashford scoring, how many goals does Martial score? I assume the second chance we're on about is the um the save from yeah, Schmeichel, right? right? Correct. Yeah, I mean everyone's calling that a sitter. That's not a sitter to me. Anyway. Like no, that's no, a no, flipping no. fantastic save, first of all. Like that might even be save of the season so far. Like that save is unreal. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's save. not much that Rashford could have done differently with that. Hit on the ground. Hit on the ground. Legs, aim for keeper's legs, take the hand out of it. It's, it's I, I think that it's the same outcome. Like the angle was acute. Like he he's not exactly like one on one, like centrally, where he could just pick either corner. He's he's literally he's only going to go um, to the keeper's right-hand side, really and truly. And I just think that that was a sick save. The first one's criminal, right? The first one's criminal. And if Martial missed that chance, <clears throat> if Martial missed that chance, I'd be on him. But if, if Martial sub, um, subsequently then goes and puts us 1-0 up anyway, that chance has no relevance because the, the, the landscape of the game completely changes. Rashford scores the easy chance, we're still 1-0 up. The landscape of the game changes. Like he missed the chance, and we still went one nil up. So like, it's completely different. The game's completely different again. Like, I'm not putting that loss. I'm sorry. I'm not putting that draw down to um, poor, down to um, poor finishing from Rashford. Because if he scores either of those chances, if he scores the um, first chance to put us one nil up, and he doesn't score, um, he doesn't score from the um, Bruno assist to put us one nil up, and he probably doesn't even get that chance to put us two one up. Just the whole game changes. So. Mm. Nothing like the thing with Martial is he's missing sitters at key moments, and 
we're not capitalising afterwards. Like, Marshall, he missed two sitters against PSG at 1-1 at Old Trafford. We go and lose that game 3-1. If really? we go 2-1 up, if he puts us 2-1 up, and no one's talking about those missed sitters because eventually he does what he's supposed to do. Yeah. And those, and those sitters now mean nothing. Unfortunately, he didn't. We lose 3-1, now we're out of the Champions League. So, yeah, I will be on Martial. But to look at Rashford, to look at Rashford um, and say, oh, if Rashford puts these chances away, we win the game. Well, no, that's, that's just not how football works because he's, he's gone and done his job afterwards anyway. He's mm. going to put us one in up. Sometimes the defence needs to take flipping accountability and stand up and be counted. Like, we can't keep needing to score three or four goals to, um, to win games. Sometimes keep a clean sheet, bro. That's, you know I mean? well, that's what it's become, though, isn't it? It's become a whole, like, literally, we know the defence is whack. Let's just outscore other teams. But, coach, coach Yaz, what, what would you say, particularly looking at the first goal, who, who, who do you point fault for the first goal that we conceded? Oh, it's a difficult one. I mean, <laughs> it's, easy, it's easy to kind of point the finger at certain people. You know, obviously, the touch ended up going off twins easily. But I think... Just remember, the first goal was the one where Barley stepped out, right? No, no, the first goal was... Um, uh, Harvey Barnes. Har- Harvey Barnes. So, you know, Bruno lost the ball cheaply. And then Barnes gets the ball. And then McTominay doesn't really shut him down. He's a defensive midfielder. He doesn't really close the space down. He shows him he's left. And Barnes goes, yeah. all right, cool, isn't it? Then bangs it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think in regards to that one, I think you, you can argue that Bruno obviously, you know, lost possession of the ball. He wasn't really, you know, urgent to get in terms of getting it back. Then had McTominay kind of approaching the ball, but I, think, I don't think McTominay had any real intent to actually win it. It was more just like, you know, it's almost like a shadow play. He just tried to, he just made it look like he was doing something, but he wasn't mm. really getting really the intent. It's similar to, you know, I think if you watch the Chelsea game as well uh, the other day, where is it? Is it Werner? Yeah. Werner looked like he was trying to recover, and then where he's clocked, like he's gone. Next thing mm. you know, this is a goal, but you know, he kind of gets away with it because. And this is the problem. You talk about Rashford and Martial at the top of the conversation there around, you know, if they were to score, you kind of forget the mistakes. But obviously, the further you get down, down towards the back end of the pitch, that's not the case. It's more likely you're going to make less or more, or less mistakes, but the mistakes become bigger. Yeah. So, you know, you make a mistake at the back, it's probably going to end up in the goal. Same thing with the goalkeeper. Now, I'm going to come back to you know, the point about Rashford's goal as an example. I think, it's a, for me, it's a, it's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a top-class save. You can argue and say that Rashford could have been better at the finish, but Rashford did what every striker was coached to do, and that's get your head down and put the ball across the goal. And I don't think I think if he'd gone any wider with it, it would have gone wide. Goalkeeper made a great save, so I think you know he can just come back. When I spit bars in a man, I go hard Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.com. AG. That's blue wire, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. When I spit bars in a rave, man, I go hard, last and 
to that point. I don't think you can really put it down to, um, you know, anything in that in the sense that Rashford could have done better or anything not. Mm. Um, but again, come back to your initial point. I, you know, I think Tommy's probably and Bruno hand in hand are probably guilty for it. Obviously, once that happens, it puts pressure on the rest of the team behind him. Aqa, what would you think? Would Bruno obviously? He's been interesting in a divisive character between the fans because his numbers are obviously fantastic. Where is he at now? He's got 31 goal involvements in 28 appearances. So he's averaging a goal or assist every game. But obviously, he gives the ball away cheaply. And even Oli was saying after the game, he makes you want to rip his hair out. What, would you, what do you think about Bruno, man? What, what's your opinion on him? I just think it's hard to point your finger at Bruno and not like him because... He's transformed his team in the space of 11 months. We sat here talking about, you know, is it two points dropping the title race? And when he came in, I was about to quit from football, man, the way it was going. <laughs> I think it was, was it, what, Burnley 2-0. I think we lost our home, Burnley 2-0. Yeah, we they did. They were scoring screens. They near post again, I'll just say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought I was going to give up on football then. But I can't say much about Bruno. I think he tries things. He, he's added intent to our attack. We're scoring. I've just seen a stat since the November international break for expected goals. We're the highest with all the games combined in the league. Mm. That's all Bruno, man. Bruno is driving the team forward. I was, I was upset about what he did on the weekend, but you can't knock him because he scored and made a goal. Yeah, like he, he, made, he made up for it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like Timmy says, if you go by Timmy's logic, and I, I do like that logic, you know, he got us a goal and an assist. And like mm. you said, he's guaranteed at the minute to give us a goal or an assist, if not both, every single game he, turn, he plays. And he plays every game as well. Um, yeah, he has to play also, every game. He's the first name on the team yeah, now. On he, that he, note, though, Harry Maguire plays every game and he had a shoddy clearance in that goal as well in the build-up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, know what his issue is investing this guy. I think I Listen. said in the group chat, this guy is like Teflon, man. He can't man. get dropped. Man, he knows that. Like, can't drop Listen, I hate Everyone He's been depressed. He's been slumped, and he's still getting picked every game. And nah, he's making errors on the football. This I can't. I can't. I can't blame Maguire for, the, for the first goal, man. He's actually done really well to get the ball clear. I think he slips, my, and he still manages issue, to clear it. My issue with the first goal was I didn't. I, I didn't actually pinpoint one person, but it was just an epitome of why we don't keep clean sheets. Because it was just one. To me, it's just Bruno, Bruno, man. Bruno, McTominay, De Gea. I mean, De Gea was hard. I'm being harsh on De Gea as well. No, you can't blame De Gea. No, but my issue no, with De Gea I mean. is... It's it, it a good strike and you couldn't see it. But De Gea has got an issue on his near post. If you keep watching closely, De Gea gets beaten on his near post far too often. I think for me, I've said it for years, he's got an issue on his near post. On that strike, no doubt, it was a good strike. And he, and he was unsighted. So I'm not going to have a goal. But yeah, just, yeah. No, I know near post, he's got an issue, yeah. I think everyone knows that. Everyone's picked <laughs> up on that. But, bro, for the goal, like, it's just so clearly Bruno's fault. Um, even over McTominay, who, who doesn't um, close out quick enough. You're in your own final third and you're trying to nutmeg your opponent. Like, if you're going to do that, make sure it works. Right. If you're going to have the audacity to do that, make sure it works. The fact that he didn't, just recycle the ball, just hoof the ball further or whatever. The fact that he didn't do that puts us in the trouble that we got into and makes us concede that goal. All right, Scott McTominay should close out quicker. All right, maybe um, 
De Gea two years ago makes a save because he's, um, he's less agile now or whatever. But at the end of the day, I work on chains of causation, yeah? And nothing that McTominay or De Gea done after Bruno's mistake warrants taking any blame away from Bruno for that goal. <clears throat> like I said, the guy's inevitable and he eventually should have won us the game but for poor defending for the second goal. But he shouldn't be making the mistake that he made there. He should not be trying to make players. No way. Be. Not in your final third. No if we had a better defence, maybe in defensive midfielder, maybe we get away with it. Because that's Bruno, isn't it? You can't... He's high risk. He's Bruno high risk. And we, we, we Bro, love him. It's, it's common sense, though. Like, this high risk in, in your own final third. That's stupid, it's stupid. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's stupid. stupid. It's, it's, it's him. It's him. We have and, to take and, him as, as, as all his faults. We can't. If he gets his meg off, Bruno, we want. If he gets his meg off and he gets past that marker, he's gonna, you know, we could be on the counter and it could mm -hmm. be two 0 and it's like, oh, Bruno Magic again. And I think if he doesn't do that, you take a lot away from his game. He is high risk and he's high reward. And sometimes, well, at the minute, most of the time, it comes up with high reward, and mm -hmm. he is inevitable. But I think if he started playing a lot safer, it would take a lot, of, a lot of his game out of him. But I'm not saying play safer, but yeah. be safe in your final third. That's it. Like, especially he's central. He's in our final third, and he's central. Like, you lose the ball there, you're you're in a lot of trouble. You're in a lot of trouble, and I think that, and I and I just don't think he does it. I don't think he does it like on another occasion. Like sometimes. Like, the ball's got to him quick. He's trying to think on his feet. And then it's just like, yeah, let me just try and mix it. But, like, anyone would tell you, like, you could be Neymar, bro. And it's just stupid to try and not make in that position, man. Like, it's stupid. We're 1-0 up. Like, just clear the ball. Shape up again and we go again. Do you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> well, like I said, he, he scored what should have been our winning goal. So, I'm not really going to... it was a good goal at that, that, wasn't that. it? Yeah. It was a good goal. Obviously, Cavani... You know, I dropped into the 10 position, they swapped positions and he, f he fed him and then Bruno done what he done. What did you think about that goal, yes? And the movie. You know what, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm just watching back the first goal right now, yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I don't think that's not Tommy's fault at all. I think that's all Bruno, because if you look at the run, yeah, Vardy actually peels off um, Bruno's shoulder on the goal and it's caught McTominay in like, a, in two minds. Like, am I going to go here or am I going to go there? And if he shuts, the, if he shuts him down, I'm, like, I'm literally watching as we speak. Bruno actually stays with the ball. And because Bruno stays with the ball, McTominay can't come out. So, I think... No, but he shows, he shows Barnes his left foot. He, McTominay comes, he, sort uh, of stands him up, and then he shows him, all right, go take right. your left foot. And then Barnes you're, you're, is you're, like, all right, all right I've right, got a left foot, you know. <laughs> you're right. But if you look at that again, you'll see McTominay had no choice because if he doesn't show Barnes his left foot, Barnes uses that left foot just to slide in Vardy because Bruno hasn't dropped back in. Mm. Um, if Bruno drops back in, McTominay goes out, and there's no issues there, in my opinion. But I think I don't, I don't think you can blame uh, De Gea for it. I think it's, it is a good finish at the end of the day. Um, you can yeah, argue that De Gea's got De, De Gea's got um, you know a problem at his near post, so to speak. But again, I'm looking at again another scene. This is it's actually not a bad finish. And then if you think you got, I think it's Eric Bailly who's, who's actually blocking De Gea's view as well. Mm. He's hitting it from just outside the edge of the box, you know, reasonably well. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, on second thought, Bruno's fully to blame for that. But, you know, if they wanted to eradicate it, it was simply just 
Bruno drops back in, or McTominay comes back out, they know I think they're all good, but um, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 you had to get out of me. But what did you think about his goal? So let's say he's assist cancelled out the goal he concedes, fair enough. What do you think about mm. Bruno's actual golden? No, it was a good finish. Um, I think it just kind of topped back into one of the points you lot were talking about earlier, you know, the, the high risk, high reward thing. I think with Bruno, it's the thing where you know that's what you're going to get. But I think equally, for as a manager, you've then got to look at that and say, right, okay, if we know that's what he's going to give us on that front, we need to compensate that from that somewhere else. So you might need to bring someone in to kind of help him do that. That's, um, that's why we got two uh, defensive midfielders, isn't it, Mac Fred? That's why. That's why but, he plays Mac but, Fred. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But the thing is, they're not doing. They're not doing what they need to be doing. Because, in my opinion, with a player like Bruno, you can't. You don't even want him near your near your near your center, uh, near your near your third and pitch. Mm. You want him. You want him higher up, almost in some ways, away from there, so you can't make those mistakes. You know, where you can everything. If he wants, to, if you want him. If you want someone who's a risky player and they're going to have a bit of creative freedom about them, they want to do that off the top end of the pitch. You know, if you look at uh, Chelsea, you know, when Mourinho first came in, no difference between what Bruno's doing now and what Joe Cole was doing when he came in. Mm, in terms of being risky, yeah. Right. But but then you got you had then he had a Makaleli there to clean up. We've but, but that's, two what, that's DMs my point. That's my point. But these two DMs are fine. That's the point. That's one Makaleli. It's scary. That's the point. So then you're gonna have to change the systems in some way to either bring those players in or you literally tell Bruno, look, this is the way you gotta play. Literally, what Bruno did with Joe Cole. You gotta play this way or you're out. You're not playing games. You know, Solskjaer, I'm sure, is, is a lot of things, but he's definitely not a disciplinarian and he will never discipline Bruno. Bruno is free will, fam. Nah, but I get, what, I, get what, I get what you have to say. And it's like, if Bruno's going to do Bruno, just stay away from the final third, man. No, 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 Sorry, just stay away from our final third. Yeah, don't defend. You know what I mean? Don't defend. Stay where you are and just wait for the ball. Do you know what I mean? Don't come past the halfway line. But equally, if you're going to do that, you're going to he's going to have to... I think he needs help. If they do yeah, allow, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might even just needs help. I think if they're going to allow him to have that kind of more of a, a attacking free reign kind of role, he's going to have to, you know, yeah, he's got good stats at the moment and whatnot, but he's going to have to step it up even more because they're not giving him that freedom to do that. Do you know what I read today? Bar, in terms of goal involvement, since Bruno came to Man United, only Messi and Lewandowski have had the higher goal involvements across the top five leagues in Europe. Bad. Yeah, but he's inevitable, man. He's, he's, he's in, he's hard in that conversation. He needs his flowers. I'm not going to lie, bro. He needs his flowers. So so he's in that conversation. So maybe we should be giving him a free roll where we say, you know what, Bruno, do you? And we have people that can actually defend that actually mm. they are DMs. We're playing basically <laughs> like six. We're playing a four, flat four with two whole yeah. midfield players and we're still making goals. Man. It's shocking, bro. He, he works hard though. The thing with Bruno is, I don't think he can play that role because you'll see him, he chases the ball down when he loses mm. it or when he's not got the ball. He hasn't got the dis- I don't think he's got the discipline in terms of he'll want to go chase the ball. So he's not like a, like, you know, if you go back to Fergie, Cristiano Ronaldo had an issue with going back. So what do we do? We put him up top and the team said, we're going to defend for you. You go and do your thing. I think if you did that you with Bruno, goals. Mm. If, if you did Bruno, he's still going to come back to the defensive third and try get the ball and do these nutmegs. It's in his nature. I just think I just don't think that can be coached out of him at this point in his career. I, I, I don't know, man. I disagree. I think if if, if at the moment, you know, the first you know, the first thing you said there was his his first name on the team sheet. Alisman. He knows his first name on the team sheet, so that gives him a different kind of. Uh, 
freedom in some ways to kind of get away with doing certain things. I think if you bring another player in there that does that, like, again, if put it this way, if Paul Pogba was on, was on fire right now, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Bruno would be doing what he's told. That's yeah, facts. Yeah. But, but Pogba's not doing that. Pogba, mm. you know, he's doing, I don't know what he's doing that is, but that's, that's, that's the reality of it. If Bruno's not the first name on the team sheet, Sutton's being heard about it. But right now, he knows he's, he's going to be first on the team. So he's got no... He's going to allow him to do what he wants to, to a certain extent. And, you know, so what's Solskjaer going to do? Solskjaer's not going to get the ball to drop him. Of course not. And say, oh, you know, I'm going to drop you because you're not listening. No, he's, it's one of them ones. If, he's just going to look he at Solskjaer. He said it himself, him. man. He said, look, man, he frustrates me, but what can I do? That's basically what he said in these, uh, the, the post-match mm. conference. Mm. He said, look, what can I do? He's, he, he puts up numbers on the board. What can he do? I'm glad he said that, though. I'm actually glad he said that because a lot of people think that Bruno can do no wrong, right? Yeah. And um, just because of the goals and assists. And Mariah, obviously, has been the most vocal with um, his crit- crit- um, critiques of Bruno with regards right. to um, keeping the ball and, you know, um, playing well in games. So it's nice to know that the gaffer kind of echoes his sentiments about the fact that Bruno at times wasn't doing enough and poor performances were being crowded by goals or assists or penalties or whatever. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, like at least now like people can, can, can see that it's not like, we're not trying to just pick on Bruno and you know, find any reason to criticise him. Like it's, it's a thing, like we, we really, really do see it. You know what I mean? But I think as of late though, his performances have been a lot better though. A lot better. So like, since um, since um, since the international break, since we got back from the international break, I think Bruno's been quality. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not really on him too much. He made a mistake. He made up for it by scoring the goal um, yeah, that should have won us the game. I'm not really on him like that, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's um, performing a lot better as well, and like it's getting to the point now where it's like, yo, I can't really argue. If someone's telling me Bruno's our best player. I can't really argue with you no more. Yeah, I think I think the numbers speak for themselves, and he's first game on the team sheet. But we didn't win that game when we probably should have. He probably should have been the match winner. Um, and what we do to teams, i.e., scoring late, happened to us. Well, open to the floor now. What, what do you think was what happened with our last goal that we conceded, man? What happened there? Well, it was great movement, to be honest. If you think about it, the back end of it, you got you know how it was now running down the wing. He's almost all bright, all bright, as he as he's put as he's putting in that little Ivani. Who's the Tanzania at the back, right? Right, yeah, right. Was at the back. As, as as he makes that move, you've got all the you know the defenders are kind of shifting one way. Ivani just kind of just yeah. drops his shoulder, drops back yeah. in. He can't do nothing about it because you know that's that's probably something they've worked on in the training ground in terms of the timing of that. So as soon as you know O'Brien comes in, he's ready to whip that ball. Ivani knows the timing is right, so he's just going to go drop. You know, not another player who was like, you know, who was brilliant at that was like Van Persie, who just like almost like one step, mm. create an extra yard of space, and he's got an open goal. And then, to be fair, the hitter's got no chance because he's already, you know, he's covering the near post at that point in time. Ball's coming across, simple tap of the body. So I think, yeah, as as a whole, I think Twan Zabi as a right back needs to be communicating. I think it was Bayer was the right centre back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to communicate. <clears throat> this guy's on your shoulder. He can see the whole picture. So for me. They should, he should be demanding that. I think Harry Maguire was out on, 
on the in the front post and do whatever was working. Who was left? Who was left back at the time? Luke Shaw. Sure, sure. Luke Shaw. So Luke, I think Luke Shaw should have done everything he could to just kind of show him to that line and not allow him back inside. To be honest, that's Shaw's um, problem though. Shaw always allows the cross to come in. Yeah, no, that's well, exactly. That cross doesn't. Or if that cross doesn't come across the face of the six-yard box, there's no goal there. Um, mm. And it might mean that De Gea might have to deal with it at the near post, but you're better off dealing with it at the near post than giving Vardy an open goal, open shot in the middle, man. So, so uh, are we saying that we we need to work harder to sort of stop the cross coming in? Do you think? Do you think that's where some of the fault lies? Hundred percent, because as soon, hundred percent, because as soon as as soon as Shaw allows him to get that ball in, you know, nature's naturally the defenders are going to be shifting towards the goal, so they're always going to be, you know, against the the momentum's always going to be going against them, because mm. they're going to be going one way, and Vardy can pull off the other way. Mm, um, I'm, I think the build I'm more annoyed with the build up to the goal than the, the goal itself um, I don't think there's too much Tanzebe and um, Bayi can do because Vardy's a world class striker right and no matter how good you are defensively like, you're never ever going to beat elite movement and that that, that there was, was elite movement like the best center, Van Dijk can't do nothing about that you know what I mean? Like, you could talk anticipation and talk whatever else. Like, Van Dijk literally cannot do anything about that kind of movement. Like, it's quality from him. fantastic movement. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's quality from him. And, and what we also have to understand is, like, once he gets a connection on the strike, like, the ball's going off target. We're just very unlucky that he gets enough on it for, for when it hits um, Twanzebi's knee, that it's got enough momentum to... Um, Put it into put it into the net. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really want to blame Tanzabi too much. I don't really want to blame Bayi too much because, like I said, like great attack beats great defense all day, every day. Do you know what I mean? That's why we score goals. You, you, exactly. Goal you score. you can't you can't stop that. I think in the build up to the goal, I think I've got an issue with with Shaw because, like you said, Shaw's always letting crosses come in. He's not even mm-hmm. doing. He's not even doing anything to. He's not even doing anything to try and stop the ball coming in. Like he's not closing his man. But what I did see is, um, I think it was Fred, right? Like Fred leaves, leaves his designated area. Yeah, yeah. To go and to go and meet Albrighton, where he shouldn't be doing that. Because I think, to be honest, on that exact moment you're talking about there, Fred should have just stuck in. Stay yeah, where go you are. Let's let short go Right, up. right. Fred stays where he is, and he can sweep up. Literally. Yeah. But he doesn't. And this is a problem with Fred. He's too, like... Like, we know that he's energetic, but sometimes you just got a bit too much energy, bro. Like, just, man, just do your job sometime. It. You know what I mean? Like, just relax. Shaw's out there covering. Like, what are you doing? It's brainless, really and truly. It's brainless. Um, McTominay, I've got to see the goal again. I think he's a no man's land. I don't even know what he's doing, right? <clears throat> but I'm, I'm, just, I'm looking I'm, again. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, again. I'm, I'm, I reckon Tanzibi could have done more. Yeah. Can do what? Tanzibi probably could have done more because for me, Tanzibi is on the wrong side of wrong side of body. The guy who's yep. coming in on the bar post is no. He's, he's never going to be involved in the attack. So Tanzibi can actually afford to get in goal side of body. Push by, push by it on, and to be fair, McTominay's position ain't too bad because that ball comes through anywhere near him. He's I think the issue was, you sorry, yes, the issue was that yeah, um, he he had just come on. I think I think he was cold. So if Axel starts that game, I, I think he's a bit more on the front foot. But I think he's playing out of position yeah. and he's cold. Mm. I'm not excusing what he's done. 
because he's. Uh, I agree, he could have done a little bit more, but I think he was caught gold. And going back to Fred, that's his issue. That's why we have to play him and Tomlin with him. He chases the ball way too much. He leaves space. He messes up the shape. You know, that's why we have to play. People say, oh, why does he play McFred, McFred, McFred? We have to because McTominay stays close to Fred and he covers him a lot of the time when he chases the ball. Scary. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really... I don't know, man. Yes, man. <clears throat> I think we're being a little bit harsh on Twanzebe there. Like I said... This great attack just beats great, great defence. Yeah, you're, you're right, just but things off his knee. Like he can't do anything about it. Do you no, know no, no, I mean? I'm not blaming in terms of the actual, the actual final, the goal going in. But I think in, in the build-up too, I think he can do more in terms of not allowing. If you notice, right? If if you notice when they score, right? It's almost in unison that as Vardy peels yeah. out, they drop in slightly further. So they move in and Vardy literally peels out as the cross comes in. And he You're just right. kicks it and then Twanzebi's knee is just literally in the way. Right? But what I'm, trying to, what I'm saying now, if Twanzebi is gold side of Vardy when that cross comes in, yeah. that doesn't happen. Because where Twanzebi ends up is almost in between Vardy and, and the line of the far post, basically. Mm, got you, got you, got you. If Twanzebi goes there in gold side before that ball comes in, because he can be, He's actually probably down the middle of the goal, probably forcing Vardy to hit it in the corner and potentially still go away. I mean, obviously, we, I, you know, we could be nitpicking at these things here, but I think we've already seen Fred's gone. Fred's gone out. He's made a mistake. Shaw's gone out at the same time, so you know they both got done on that one. Shaw's now recovering. You know the ball's coming in. Is it really happened? Is you know, it's, it's a matter of seconds, maybe two seconds in it. But as soon as that ball goes through to Albright, Fernandez knows it's coming in. So he's, mm. got, he's definitely got an opportunity to sign about it. I mean, I'm not blaming him for the own goal part because, to be fair, that's just unfortunate. But if he's not there and he actually moves goal side first, he's not going to be thinking about that issue at all, in my opinion, anyway. It's a difficult one. I just rewatched it as well. Yes, it's, it's actually Iosi Perez that drills it um, yeah. towards Vardy. And then, obviously, because there was so much momentum on the board, he just needs to, Vardy needs to make any connection, deflection in the goal. So, yeah, it's just Fred being the headless chicken, man. Uh, running out, t- taking Shaw's position. Shaw's like, what the heck do I do? And then they're confused. And I guess yeah. there's more need. January transfer windows opening soon. But before we get into sort of potential transfers, we've got a game tomorrow against Wolverhampton Wanderers. How do you think it will shape up to me? Um, it's looking like more of the same now. I think Oli's resigned to the fact that Pogba's leaving. I think we all are now. And um, mm. so he's trying to like move forward without him. But um, it is a busy festive period, so I expect to see some more changes. Uh, Rashford's a doubt. Uh, Rashford and someone else is a doubt. Probably Lindelof. Yeah, Lindelof. Lindelof. Rashford and Lindelof are doubt. So um, I expect to see Maguire and um, Bailly still in defence. Uh, Wan-Bissaka's probably going to come back in. Probably see Tellers at left-back. Uh, De Gea in goal, maybe Henderson. Uh, Matic is probably going to come in. It might even be Matic, Pogba, Van der Beek, and um, Bruno again mm. with um, Greenwood and Marshall up front. If Rashford's not fit, if Rashford's not fit to start, or you might see Cavani and Martial, <clears throat> maybe Cavani, Greenwood. But um, I expect to see like four or five changes just to keep things fresh. Um, I don't think it makes a difference though. We've got a good bench now, um, so. I expect three points regardless. 
Wolves mm. don't pose that much as much of a threat as they did last season. Obviously, they're missing Jimenez now. They lost Jota. And they just don't look as good as they did last year, man. Uh, Adama's gone cold. Um, their young striker that they've got um, in place Fabio of... Silva. Yeah, in place of um, Jimenez, Fabio Silva. Um, just doesn't seem ready yet. Like He's going to be a good striker, definitely, but he's just not ready yet, man. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably end up getting bullied by Bay tomorrow. To be honest with you, you know, it doesn't seem like he could take the physicality at the moment, and um, then things there. So where we've normally we we usually have problems with, with Wolves at home, but I think um, tomorrow we're going to put them to the sword comfortably. Be do you do you agree? Do you agree with Timmy? Dad, Timmy thinks it's going to be a, a reasonable, decent home win. What's your feeling? Yeah, for some reason, I'm I'm quietly confident about tomorrow. I think we're going to get the three points. Um, I see a lot of changes. I see a team very similar to Goodison Park last week. I think just to keep it fresh, keep everyone happy, keep it moving. And that's a pretty good team, like Timmy said. Our squad is good. Got a lot, you know, Pogba van der Beek coming in, Matic coming in. That's a serious midfield. Um, I see I see a win tomorrow. I think we're, we're, I think we're on a good run of form as well now. I think since uh, lock, we, obviously since lockdown, we had the little run where we were on fire towards the back end of the season, mm. and I think I think we're now on somewhere to a similar you know run of form. Where I think the confidence is back in the team because it was it was kind of shattered first six seven games of the season, and it looked like a long long season ahead. But I think the team's quietly confident and they backed themselves to get a result. And you could tell on the weekend they were upset about. Um, because I think I think when Bruno came in, we drew at Goodison Park in March, and they were celebrating well, that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think Bruno gave an interview goal. and he said he said he's he seen a culture change because after the Leicester game they were upset. So I think the mm. team backs itself, and I think we've got enough quality to get past Wolves. And Wolves are missing some serious hitters, or they're either out of form. Um, Wolves do trouble us, but they don't really they rarely beat us. I think they've only beaten us once. I think that one year the beers in the cup and uh, in the league, but apart from that, it's normally a draw or we nick a win. So I think we'll win. Yes, is it full house or are you scared of people at Neto and uh, Podence? No, I think I think I think I'd probably echo the two guys there. I think you know Wolves have definitely got you know they've got some threats in their team. But I think United are probably sitting quite comfortable in terms of their squad at the moment, even with some changes. That, you know, uh, what Wolves, Wolves aren't doing too well. They've only won two two out of the last four or five. Um, in the league, so I think you know, under that, I mean, it might be up for the game. But I think United got enough in their tank to kind of just keep them out. What number are you going for? Let's get let's get some actual score predictions. What are you going for? I think it'll be a tight one. I think it might, it might just be like a, a you know like a two nil or two one. Two one. AQA. I'm gonna go two three nil. I re- I think we're gonna get a clean sheet tomorrow because they're a bit blunt in terms of scoring goals. Wolves. And I, I like. I thought Bayi played really well in the weekend and last week, so I, th- I think we got a clean sheet and a touch wood two three nil. To me, <clears throat> yeah, I think two three nil, two three one. They might just score late. Um, they like a late goal, so um, if we put the game to bed early and we don't like clean sheets, actually, yeah, uh, I can't really trust our defense to be honest with you, but. We could we could start purring really if we wanted to um, going forward. Uh, I'm gonna go four one. I think we're gonna score a lot of goals. Yeah, I think we're gonna score a lot of goals, but I think we're gonna concede as well. So I'm gonna go four one, maybe three or four one. I'm gonna go. 
Uh, just to give mine, I'll, I'll say free one. I think I don't think uh, I like AQA. I, think I like your ambition with the clean sheet. I don't think we're there yet, but I, th- I think in terms of the attack, I think it's going to be one of those outscoring things, and I think we're going to have too mm. much of them because, as you say, they are they are a bit blunt. But I think our defense is uh, is weak. It's very weak. It's very weak. I'm I'm scared of our defense. Um, I'm actually very, very scared of our defence, even though like, Linda may be out, but he's a good replacement or good sort of uh, someone to deputise. Hopefully he can bring a bit more stability, but the fact that he needs to play two DMs, who we don't rate anyway, in front of our defence, is what is very scary. Um, and I don't know what's the solu- what is the solution. I don't know. I don't know. We were even meant to discuss defence and attack, but I think we've touched on it. Uh, quite a bit in the previous section, unless anyone has anything burning they want to say about either section. Otherwise, we can just roll straight into some listeners' questions. So the Mugger family got in touch and they gave us some questions. The first one, has Bruno in 12 months had more of a memorable moment in the United shirt than Pogba in all his years accumulated? Different players. They're just different players, like, Bruno's going to be at the end of goals and assists. And naturally, you're going to remember goals and assists. Mm. I'm not Pogba's biggest fan, but you can't beat him with that stick because that's not Pogba's game. Um, the, I no. just... It's just like pitting them against each other kind of thing, man. I'm just not, not really for, for it. it. Do you know what I mean? Um, Bruno's an attacking midfielder. He's a central attacking midfielder. So, yeah, you'd expect him to have more moments in um in in um in time than Pogba because Pogba's either um playing playing as a six or he might play as an eight sometimes. Occasionally he's played as a ten. Like we know what Bruno's position is and he plays there week in, week out. Pogba's been chopped and changed all over the gaff. But um listen, impact is nothing if you don't win anything. So it's all well and good to be happy with what he's doing. Uh, we're very happy with what he's doing, but at the end of the day, let's win something first. And then if you really want to do this, then we'll do this. But um, until then, just win stuff, man. You can score 100 goals and have 100 assists in the season. If you don't win anything, I don't care. Woo. You know what I mean? So, Mentality. Harry Kane. Mentality. You know what I mean? Like Everyone knows how good Kane is, but like you, yeah, you, you would rather be now. someone like Jesus, bruv. Because Jesus is still getting his 20-plus a season off the bench and he's winning trophies as well. Yeah, you know this what I mean? season he's not, not doing too well. Man City aren't scoring. But, um, I'm talking, I'm talking I, generally. I know, like, I know, I know I'm, t- I'm just you know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Like, obviously, like, it's easy to say Bruno's done more. Like, technically, he has when you look at his numbers. But, again, like, Pogba's won things here. We still so, haven't won think, anything with Bruno. Yeah, I think also... Bruno you and Pogba. Bruno's been there for just over a year now. Yeah. But Pogba's been there for a lot longer and I guess the landscape has changed in terms of how well the rest of the team is doing as well. Um, Liverpool are kind of front runners a little bit. Obviously, you know, despite us being in touch of base, right, touching you know, distance with them right now, really, they're still the strongest in the league. Yeah, and they're the strongest by a mile. And that probably wasn't the case two years ago, probably wasn't the case three years ago, four years ago, even five years ago since Pogba came in. So I think to... Just to you know, put a bit more context into the situation, I think you know, Bruno's probably playing against teams right now that aren't as strong as they have been. Um, but 
credit to him, you know, he's getting his numbers and that's, that's the end of the day, that's what matters. But I think in terms of moments, uh, I think I think that context is real, real key and crucial to that. Because if you look at Pogba's best moments United, you don't know, actually his moments as individual moments, they're probably up there and probably better than some of Bruno's ones if you compare them over the time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Let's throw up. What, what moments are we talking about? Just so the listeners sort of know what we're referencing. He's got a Europa League final goal. True. So uh, he's or... got two goals in an epic comeback against City to stop them from winning the league. At the Etihad, yeah. Um, at the Etihad. Um, he had a good, well, I don't know. People say he didn't have a good game, but he scored those goals against Chelsea. Uh, yeah, he's got goals against Chelsea in in um in the FA Cup. He's got he's got standout performances in in losses like against Sevilla in the um, Europa League semis um, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Standout performance there. Um, to be honest, he's got, though, uh, he's got a few good assists as well. Like he's got the one at Emirates when he took yeah. Chelsea for a walk. Yeah, uh, he's, he's got the one against he's got the one against Rashford Spurs, against Spurs, Rashford. Chelsea. Rashford yeah, against like Chelsea, Rashford against mom, Leicester. Um, yeah, man. Um, then he's got a hat also, full of. He's got a hat full of. Um, he's made a hat full of chances that should have been converted. Like Ibra's got blood on his hands. Um, Lukaku's got blood on his hands. <laughs> Rashford's got a bit of blood on his hands. I think uh, also just kind of you know what you Martial, said. Martial, yeah. You've got to remember. When people talk about moments, generally we're thinking about things that have happened in possession when we know we're scoring goals or assists. But actually, you, if you paint the picture for you know, a bit more, Pogba hasn't always been in a position because of the circumstances of the team that are in, where he's able just to be an, a, you know, and attacking on an attacking front. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Quite, he's definitely the ability for it, you know. But Bruno mm-hmm. has been given. That he's got that goal against Swansea as well, that volley. <laughs> Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's true. It's true. He's played, he's probably played more DM over his career, you know, the thing than is, anywhere like, else, isn't it? So. Pogba's just played in bigger games, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, games that meant more at that time. Like, once upon a time, um, in his second season, we were, we were trying to, um, trying to win the league for about four months, up until um, City pulled away. Um, do you know what I mean? We made cup finals with Mourinho. We won cup finals uh, with Mourinho, so like Bruno hasn't tasted any of that yet, and when he has, um, we've just we just haven't um, we haven't won. We got to the semi-finals of the FA Cup, did nothing. Mm. Got to the semi-finals of Europa League and did nothing. So mm. let's um, let's just slow down a bit because semi-final, the League Cup coming up, so that's that's one opportunity. I think that's going to get postponed. Should get a bye. Yeah, but apparently I read something about um, that was only for the first, um, for the third, up to the fourth round or something. Yeah, I think that's stupid, man. Like, you can't do what you do to Leighton Orient and not do it to to Man City as well. Yeah, it's one leg, right? Yeah, should should have been next week as well. Oh yeah, because obviously was it next Wednesday or something? Outbreak, isn't it? Of course, yeah, crazy. Should have been next Wednesday. Next, next question. Just to keep it moving a bit. Unless anyone else wanted to come in on that, I'll just keep it moving. So we're back to this comparison. It's an inevitable comparison. Russia and Martial, as you know. So seeing as they have near identical goal scoring records in the league, 
Uh, Rashford has got 50 league goals and 156 appearances, whereas Martial has 52 goals and 155 appearances. What sets Martial apart to be regarded as the team's number nine? Open to the floor. I think first and foremost, uh, when, when obviously Martial came in, obviously had a good impact when he first came in at the club. But I think more importantly, he also had a few players that were already in the, in the pipeline waiting for him, ahead of him. Rashford's obviously found his way into the team and now it's got a situation where he's, he's doing his thing right now, but Martial's a bit off form. But I think Martial gets a lot more stick than he deserves. Uh, I don't think he's always had a fair crack in the whip at United. Uh, you know, even even if you really? look back, Timmy's Timmy even if, to join the chat. Yeah, but <laughs> even if you look, even if you look back at when you know when Ibra came in, man took his shirt number. That's him that's a man as well. That's a man. Yeah, man like, did, did man deserve to be wearing number nine though? But but, but regardless, they gave him number nine. Bro, they took it off. I'm not being funny. You do that when to a player. Ibra, when Ibra, Ibra, Ibra man. comes to your club, you give him his shirt. Bro. Oh, you want. Regardless, it's, regardless, not if, it's not as if Martial got flogged and given number 27 or something or 29, bro. Man still had number 11 and was playing left wing. Left wing was wearing number 11. So it's not like man was chucking it to him. It weren't a disrespect. Nah, no, I'm saying that, but, 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 but it is because he's just been handed that number. He's just been handed that number and then they've taken it off him. So yeah, it is a disrespect, really. It's well, almost like, yeah, we're going to give seasons. you that. He had, he he had it for two seasons. And Ibra, bro, I'm not being funny. When Ibra comes to your club, you give him his number. Like, you give him his number. Yeah, if, if, bro, if, if, a top, if, if Lewandowski decided he wants to come to Man United tomorrow, Marshall better give up that number, bro. Yeah, just vacate Quick. it. Just keep it moving, innit? Just vacate yeah, it quickly. It's not no scene. <laughs> it's not disrespecting. You just have to give up the number, bro. Like, you, there's levels and brackets. You're not some world-class guy that deserves to keep your number. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like Ronaldo someone like Rashford, like isn't it? <laughs> some, Ronaldo some, came, someone like Rashford can say, yeah, you know what I mean? Someone like Rashford can say, yo, like, I warrant my 10 shirt. So I don't want to give it up. But even still, if Neymar comes to United, yo, Rashford? Yeah. Bro, MBE, up, just keep it moving, so, in it? <laughs> you just got to give that up, whether you want to or not. Like, you just got to give that up. You say, you like, say that, but even when, even when Ibra came, before Ibra came to United, he never had a number nine shirt. Who? Ibra. Yeah, but he's come to United, bro, to be the D number nine. He's not taking 10 from Rooney. He wouldn't yeah, have to take well, 10 that, from That's the politics, isn't like, it? He, 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 did what, he did want that Rooney battle, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Nine. So who, 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 whose number are you really giving up? You're, giving up? you're telling Rooney you can't be 10 no more, the best player in, in, in all of United's flipping history, or you're going to tell Martial you can't be number nine no more? I know it's an easier conversation. Wait, wait. Come on, fam. You, exactly. You know <laughs> what it's an easier conversation. It's just a number, man. Are we going to sit here and say Martial was playing bad because he didn't have a number nine on his back? Bro. No, but what, number, I'm, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if, okay, imagine now, yeah, I can't, I can't say it. They've given him that shirt. They've not taken it off him. I'm not going to lie. If someone took my shirt and I'd be thinking, you're not mugging me off, lad. He's got That's it back and he's still missing. He's got it back. He has got it back, but he's got it back out of circumstance rather than anything else. You know what I mean? That says it all, Sam, isn't it? He's getting he's he getting got stuff it back out of, out of trust. He, he got it back out of trust. Oli said, All right, I'm putting my trust in you. You're going to be our number nine from now on. And last season, he rose to the occasion. This season, he's shrinking, bro. I don't like the rest of the Martial comparisons like that because. They're both two top, top players. Rashford's better, obviously. 
but they're both two <laughs> top players. Um, He's playing better, just, that's for sure. Just, just, just my, my only gripe with Martial is I just don't think he should be on nine. That's it. Other than that, yeah, play him left, play him right, play him left and move um, Rashford to the right, whatever. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be 9 a.m. like the rest of them. But he's just not my number nine, bro. Like, he can't be my team's number nine if we, if we want to be serious contenders. He's is getting it, is Edison at the Cavani moment. the answer? Edison he, Cavani, is he the answer? Yes. Edison's a bad boy, bro. He's a bad boy. Everyone thinks he's finished. I still don't see him as finished. I just don't right. think he looks he's... fit, to be honest. He I just don't fit. think he's, he's at, at, at his um, peak at his level best. of performance yeah. at the moment. Mm. Give him a run of games. You've got five something. He's probably, he's probably still getting used to the tempo of the league as well. Exactly. Like some, like, Especially since he's been in and out of the team as well. Like, give him five strong straight games, yeah, you're going to see a real difference, bro. See Edinson, that's what you call a hitter, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, what you he, call he, it. You don't play bro. games. That goal you against Everton, you're like, yeah, you're like, okay, you're, you're top, a striker. Top that, striker that knows, that knows what's My going on, fucking guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Trust> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> so that's the thing. Because apparently they want to give him another year. Obviously, he signed a one-year deal. There's an option for. Did he signed a one plus one. He signed, I think he signed. Yeah, one, one plus one. one. So they're saying that they want to they want to activate the plus one. Yeah, Defo. What do you guys think? Might want the number nine shirt though. Bro, he should get that as well. Nah, nah, Give you want, want Martial to cry back to France. See, if you take it off him twice, he has to leave, man. I would leave. Yeah, you don't don't be, I would leave. Yeah, Bye. second time, I would leave. Uh, Bye. You don't know return on your investment, Timmy. You happy to see him go? Damn, he can go, fam. Jeez. He can go, bro. Is he going to get much better, though? Like, my issue with Martial is... Then why have we still got Lingard, man? Why have we still got Lingard? Sell Lingard, then. If we're, if we're, if we're He's talking about go, let, let Martial go. Let Lingard go first. No, no, but, but, but Martial, do you know how much he's on? How much is he on a week, Martial? How much is Lingard on? Lingard's on six feet. Lingard's on 100k. He's on Jesse six on, man. Jesse is part of the past. He's, Jesse's on his way out. Martial's yeah, he's getting a new deal. He's getting, they're talking about they're, try, they're trying to do a DRP thing with him. Yeah, he deserves it still. Nah, what deserves what game, man? Bruv, I like What's Jesse, man. You lot might not like him, bro, but I like Jesse. All right. Bro. Nah, this is semantic. You know what I mean? He's this been a good servant. Semantic. I just respect he scored, him. He scored goals in cup finals. You know what I mean? Yeah, give, him another, give him another five years and just keep him on the bench, bro. Nah, he's just there for the vibes went, anyway. You wanted to be some ambassador team. Come bro, on, he's man. on the show, man. Nah, nah, this is disgraceful. He brings good vibes to Five the seconds ago, you were on to Martial for his poor output. Now you're saying give Jesse a new contract. This, bro, this is shambolic, so What bro. Jesse brings to the table, what Jesse brings to the table is not on the vibes. bench, man. Vibes. Yeah, pure vibes. Oh, come on, Jesse would have manned them, fam. Jesse should hire an entertainer, fam. Jesse's probably the reason that shit's so good know, right man. now. If you want, know, shout out Jesse, man. bro. That's my guy. Nah, nah, get him out of the club, man. Get him out of the oh, club. Wait. Keep Lingard in. Nah, this is this is sad. This is a sad state to see, man. We're, we're getting on to a man like Marshall. At least he scored a goal this season, fam. What's going on, fam? Bro, Lingard hasn't even played this season. Nah, Martial yeah. scored one goal. And he hasn't scored. He hasn't scored. He hasn't played. He hasn't scored. He hasn't played. He hasn't scored. Martial needs to go to Oli and say, listen, Oli, I'm not cut out for it. Just put me back on the left <laughs> wing. And if, and if Lingard hasn't had that conversation, then. then yeah, but we all it? know that he's not cut out for it. Like I said, he's <laughs> no, there for five nah, he's, he's there for flipping TikToks and snaps, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he's there for. Yeah, let, let, because let, he's let a vibe, man. He should be paid to play. For hey, he'll paid probably to take play. a pay cut as well. He don't want to be paid to play, man. Pay, if he's not paid to play, I don't want to hear it from him. 
I don't want to hear it. Nah, Pay to play, fam. Drop him to 50k and just keep him nah, in and around the bench, fam. Get me, bro. fifth option things. <laughs> this is a this, I can't believe this is the same guy that's on to my... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Lingard, Lingard. they're paying for me to be on to him, fam. You know nah, what I mean? Lingard out, fam. Get him out. Nah, bro. Lingard in. Elite vibes, man. What, 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 well, you know, clearly his vibes isn't helping Marshall's form. So what's the reason Marshall's form has taken a downturn? What do we think? It's just he's playing well. Like I don't mind him on the left. Like Timmy said, his in-game isn't that bad. The ball sticks to him. He's a good dribbler. It's just that he's not, not, he's not a number nine. He's not cut out to lead the line for Manchester United. If you want to keep him, I'm happy to keep him in the squad. But my issue is, he's 25 years old, so... Is he going to get much I, better at this moment in time? Well, you never know about that. I think, for, for me, I'll be, I'll be honest, I'm a, I'm a massive Marcial fan, and I, I think he's quality, but... Um... If I'm being honest, I don't think he's good enough to lead the line alone. I think he'd probably be better if it was in a he's playing off the top as a two. Um, funnily enough, probably with someone like Ibra. Um, but being a you know a lone nine, especially you know when it's a four-two-three-one, even if it goes four-three-three or whatever you want to call it, he's, if he's a central threat, I don't think he's I don't think he's there for that. Yeah, not at the level that you need someone to be at. You know, if you want to be challenged for titles anyway. Well, that means that. Either we're basically saying Cavani should lead the line because I guess we were saying that Green was not ready to lead the line yet. So we're basically saying that it's Cavani, Cavani or bust. Unless you want to put Rashford up there, but I don't. I think you lose a bit of Rashford when you play him up top. I think he's better off. off his it's line. Cavani or bust, then. I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's not going to be bust. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I think what, what I would say though is. What is I think having Rashford is a luxury a little bit because he can play out wide. Is that his best position? I don't know. I think he's probably. I think he is a better number nine than he is out wide. And I think he, you in think? some ways, is almost hundred percent. What do you see? What's your reasoning for that? In terms of, he's just a natural finisher, in my opinion. Yeah, that's all you Rashford, is he? Yeah, hundred percent. 100% in my opinion. No, it's not that he can finish, but I think if he has time to think about it, that's what we said at the top, isn't it? When he has, if he has to think about it, he, he struggles, i.e. the header. But the, that's thing. That's, 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 that's the thing, if you look at the way United play traditionally, obviously, you know, quite fast-paced, looking at, you know, quite generally quite counter-attacking, you know, trying to catch the team in a break and whatnot. Rush is perfect for that. I think the situation that that was in is almost like, yeah, he had time to think about it, but he's almost static. If he's on the move, everything's still moving. Yeah, right I think... Too. Do you know what I mean? It's, right. like, it's not like it's not an instinctive thing, uh, in, not in the same way anyway, if you get what I mean. Rashford's, um, Rashford, I think, as a nine, would get hatfuls of chances. He'd get a lot more chances than a Martial would for me, just because his movement is that much better. And um, mm-hmm. he tends to, like, do his job when he's a nine, whereas Martial likes to get involved in the general um, gameplay. He likes to pick it up. Obviously, Martial holds the ball... Um, holds the ball up a lot better and there's deficiencies to both as being a number nine. Mm. But I see Rashford getting a lot more chances. Oh, what, what, I, I also see what, him, what would be the deficiency for Rashford though? As a nine? His no, finishing's not great. Hold up play, wouldn't be His finishing's not great and he can't but, the, but the thing is, if you look at, if you look at it, but number nine, number nine traditionally ain't, you know, ain't, if you think number He's nine, you're thinking Lewandowski, you're thinking Harry Kane, and, one and they all can hold up the ball. As a number nine, you might, like that's that's probably apart from finishing. Like as a nine, you need to be able to hold the ball up. Especially, you're gonna get bullied, especially in the Premier League, you will get bullied. Yeah, but if you can't hold the ball up, 
then there's, there's not even a po- any point. And Rashford's finishing already. Cavani did play. it. Rashford's the kind of guy that will need like eight yeah, chances to score two own. goals. Do you know what I mean? He can hold but he'll own, get but eight it. chances. Say that again. Yeah, okay, I, no, just saying about Cavani. I mean, I can Cavani hold the ball up? I don't know if he can, to be honest. No, nah, Cavani, Cavani also can hold the ball up. The, the thing, another thing about Cavani is his movement is elite, right? And, well, Rashford's, and Rashford's movement is getting to that, to that level. Obviously, it probably won't ever be as good as Cavani's, but Rashford's got well, great movement. Not? I think he's 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 gonna he's he's man in the past ten years in the past ten years I don't think you can name me three strikers with better movement than Cavani in the past ten years I don't think you can name me three I'm not not even saying so it's it's not it's not Aguero's Aguero's movement is nowhere near as good as um, Cavani's movement. Cavani's movement is insane. I'm not even saying I think Aguero's movement is decent. Aguero's quality. Cavani's movement is the reason that he's been up there as one of the best strikers in the world for the past 10 years. Because he's another one whose finishing is not great. But because of his movement, he's going to get hatfuls of chances, which is the same as a striker like Rashford. If Rashford's well, playing, in, if Rashford's playing Rashford's number nine, pardon? I mean, what I was going to say is if Rashford's not playing at number nine often enough, how is he going to develop that movement? Movements that he's yeah, going to be developing but, 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 are more but, but, but in relation is, to playing out saying. I'm not, I'm not advocating that Rashford should go, that Rashford should be a number nine. I'm not advocating that he should be a number nine. I like him just where he is on the left. What I am saying is that as a nine, he'd get more chances than Martial, which he would because his movement is a lot better. He's, he's, the, kind, he's the kind of striker that will be there to get chances, whereas a Martial likes to drop deep, he likes to hold up play, he likes to bring up, get others, um, get others involved. Whereas Rashford can't really do that. Yeah, Rashford's more on the shoulder, isn't it? Rashford's, yeah, yeah exactly. Man. That's that's my point because he's because he isn't behind, on the shoulder, one one doesn't need to worry about being a hold up player. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Rashford, I guess you, yes, probably Rashford has to play in the two then, isn't it? You can't. You probably that's what that's, that's what I was about to say. I was literally yeah. about to say if you put Rashford in the two, same way as Martial, in, in my opinion, you can probably play them together. That's yeah, people people say that. Say I think you could both play them together because if Martial could do that, you know, that little dropping off, I wouldn't necessarily say he's a 10, but he could drop off and be that little link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, uh, Rashford's, Rashford's position is left wing now because yeah. he's, he's very similar to Mane in the inverted run that he makes and the movement, mm-hmm. and, and that's where he does the damage. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's very comfortable the there as well. He's quick, he's essential for a break. I get what you're saying, yes, he can. He can play there and he can, his hold up probably would get better. But I just think to his playing style, he's perfect left for left, wing, yeah. left and cutting in. But, 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 but I guess my question is how much of that is down to the fact that he's been playing there? No, I, I mean, I've, I've seen Rashford at nine as well. Okay, granted, he's a bit younger and a bit more raw. But I do but, think he's not, I think on the left is, is, is where he's at his best. Even if he played at nine, I think Rashford would be a lot better on the left. And that's more that pace. Left yeah, I agree as well. Like, yeah, I, I think you get the explosiveness, you get the direct running, you get the attacking the fullback one on one, you get him cutting inside. When he when he strikes, when he strikes. He's just so unpredictable well. off the left, yeah. man, yeah. and he's essential for the counters. Like he's literally Jordan. essential for the counters, man. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a nice question, nice dilemma to have. And looking forward, obviously, January transfer window should be opening up. The last question that we had from our listeners: What sort of players and positions should we looking? to be signing. Send it back, back in DM. 
I said that. I, I remember I said it in the summer transfer was C C B D M. Oh, you're gonna hold on to this for time. I'm holding on. You to also it, said man. Steve Bruce was a top ten player in Man United history. Fam, he, he, he won three titles, fam, and oh. I need a big Come on, bro. Oh. I'm gonna hang on to that because I said that I will, I should be getting my credit, fam. Where's my Jews? Where's my flowers? Where's Man my said flowers? a top ten, Steve Bruce. <laughs> I like Stop Steve it. Bruce, Stephen Bruce, fam. Shout out Steve Bruce, man. Top ten of all time, no, uh, in the Premier League era, not not all time. In the Premier League era, Dennis Law and that. But um, even ten, even top ten in the Premier League era. You, sure? you know what I mean? That, you, I, Are I, you I, sure? I don't think that's in his age. That's in his age. Maybe top ten in ninety ninety. Top ten centre backs yeah. in the Premier League era. <laughs> Premier League years, fam. You scored them headers. Sheffield United, man, won the league. Look at him with Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, I think everyone's probably going to be in agreement. Centre back and DM and mm-hmm. and a right back. We need a right back backup. Um, but for Jan, what would you think if you had? Well, I don't know what the kitty is. Let's say there's a. Let's say there's sort of. I don't see us getting minutes. all three, but yeah, right back's a bit of I don't a, see a problem position. A, I don't see us getting a midfielder. I think that's a stretch for me. Everyone's talking about Basuma. I don't until Pogba's there. I don't see us getting another midfielder. Yeah, but we might. We might. We might bring someone in early. Bro, this club is not serious, man. This club is not serious. These people are not bringing anyone in until someone's out the door. And it's the bro, last I think Pogba might even like in January, bro. Don't What's sleep on Pogba going in January. You know? No, no, he's not going in January, man. Oh, man. Do you want to put money on it? I don't so sleep. No, I'm not, I'm not making that bet because he's my favourite player, bro. I don't want him to go, bro. He's not going to go. He's going to go in the summer if he goes. Everyone's trying to eat off me at the moment, fam. Don't try <laughs> and come with, with that Stevie thing, fam. I hope that guy's having a shit time in Ghana as well. <laughs> <laughs> Joke, man. Nah, um, I'd, I'd, have a, I'd take a right back. You might be right. We might not get a centre back. Uh, I'd take a right back. Uh, it just... Well, it just doesn't make any sense letting Dallow go on loan. Like. It just doesn't make any sense why Oli would do that. Especially we're just going to pick up um, a right back in January. I'm really surprised um, Ethan Laird's not broken through. Yeah, his time will come. He's he played well for the um, reserves at the moment. He was injured at the start of the season. But I'm he's really been surprised. back playing. I saw a serious assist from him the other day as well. I thought um, he's going to definitely break. When, when Williams broke through last year, I thought Laird's going to break in. By, yeah. ne- by this point next like now but he hasn't broken through surprised soon I think with the emergence of um, players like Lamptey who's I'm not sure um, how tall Laird is but I don't think he's um, a super tall player um, people like Lamptey you can see what he's doing at yeah, such a five, short height five, as well five foot six, yeah I think probably Laird's got a couple more inches on him maybe like maybe might be like five eight five nine or whatever mm. but um, they're similar players in the sense that they're raw direct Fullbacks that love attacking, and um, and they and they can dribble really well as well. So someone like Laird would be key, and I'm I'm also surprised that he hasn't been given um he hasn't been given a few chances because we're putting Williams there, we're putting Fosu Mensa there, we're even reverting to Lindelof playing there. Do you think so, um? Can I ask Timmy? Do you think long term? Do you think Laird can uh, displace Wambisaka? I think and when you spend so much, up. I think when you spend so much money on such a young player, you have to give them a chance to um, keep their position. But um, I don't see Wambasaka's attacking prowess getting 
any better ever. So I think if a serious club would um, would have promoted Laird already and seen what he can do. But again, like, a right-back is a defender, yeah? And we, we put too much emphasis on Wan-Bissaka's frailties going forward. And it seems like he doesn't get enough flowers about his actual defensive um, def- defensive qualities. Because as a one-on-one defender, he's the best, he's the best in the league yeah. as a one-on-one defender. Um, defensive positioning could be, a, could be a lot better. But on, on his day, there's no right-back in England that can do what he does defensively. There's not many right-backs that can say, I locked up Neymar and Mbappe in the same game. You understand what I'm trying to say? So, um, it's nice to have, um, it's nice to have uh, um, attacking fullback. Laird would be my choice probably going forward, but I need to see him, I need to see him under the lights. I need to see him against a Mane or a Son or a Sterling. <laughs> against um, the best players, because, you just want to put yeah, him right you know in I mean? there. Yeah, but the thing is, I've seen, seen wan keep them man quiet. You know mm. what I mean? I've seen Wan-Bissaka tell them, man, shut up. Get mm-hmm. over there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, but the thing is, they're just every game, there's just like a comedy sketch of him trying to do something, attacking, that just yeah, that's not, that's fails. Not, that's not his game, innit? But I guess it's good to have the option that you want to have a defensive sort of right back, which is in yeah. the game. But then, and then you attacking option, yeah, If you come back, come back to what you were saying earlier, uh, we're talking about, you know, the whole thing around Bruno. Is Wan-Bissaka forced to play more attacking because of the the, the the lack of support in the midfield area for Bruno going forward? Because now if you've got McTominay in there, you've got Fred in there, we predominantly play more on a defensive perspective. Mm. There's a lot more emphasis on those fullbacks to get up and down that pitch to try and support the attack. I think mm. you get that midfielder in there, that, prob- that you probably, you know, in some ways pave over that crack a little bit. That's why they're screaming Basuma. That's what some of the for me that's a that's a for me that's a right winger thing. I think if we've got like an, a proper right winger in Sancho, I've said this a, a few times. Or if not Sancho, the um um Ahmad's coming in in um January. Even if we get Ahmad in there or whatever, but if we get a, a natural right winger, a good right winger that takes the attacking that takes the attacking onus off Wambasaka a lot more. It gives him an opportunity to do what he does. Um, everyone's clouded by how good Liverpool's fullbacks are going forward. Um, bro, like, well, they're killing it. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 almost impossible to have two in one team that are that good going forward. Like mm. it's almost a cheat. It's almost a cheat. And um, all right, it's, it's you aspire crazy, yeah, you aspire to be the best, but. Even if you're not, even if um, you're not, there, even if you're not there, there's other ways that you can play football. Um, you don't have to have these fullbacks that are like super attacking, or you know, get up and down, get up and down the um, the pitch at every given opportunity, delivering balls to your strikers. You know what I mean? Plus, that kind of like takes the game away from Bruno as well, anyway, because a lot of our goals come centrally through him. <clears throat> mm. Having fullbacks that are up and down at any given opportunity is going to take a lot of the um, the strengths away from Bruno's game. So it's not even something I feel like we need like that at the moment. It's an alternative, though, because obviously Bruno is our main man. 
and is our talisman. Unfortunately, he's not been injured. But you know, let's say he does get injured mm. for a period of time. Not good. Not good. As long as everything goes through him, so it's all it's all about having alternatives and an alternatives way to play. Currently, we play through him, but if he gets injured for whatever reason, we are in trouble, big trouble, mm. big big trouble, which is scary. So, but we'll see, man. We'll see what this club comes up with. If they, they may even not, not even sign anyone, man, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't think United we'll sign anyone. To be honest, and Ed Woodward. So he's the. These, these, when it comes to transfers, it will previously shocking, man. Yeah, it's, it's getting better. It's getting better. Is it? Is it really? Yeah, Ahmad coming in. Bruno came in. Um, Palestri came in. Van der Beek. Donny came in. Like, but yeah, slowly but surely. Van der Beek's a squad player. He's a good player. Mm. Like, people get Tell upset Tell about is a squad player. Is a decent squad player as well. Yeah, these, these I know guys are on him, but. They've come in to be squad players. People are getting mm. upset that Tellez and Van Der Beek ain't playing. They're squad players. You know what I mean? Good squad players to have as well. Like really that. good yeah. squad players. True. True. I, I don't know. Personally, I'd rather see Van Der Beek play than Matt Fred. But yeah. that's yeah. personal personal preference. Yeah, but we just lose a lot defensively. That's the thing. Like, Donny's not really a DM. He's not. It's he's all not. about Bruno, though. It's all about Bruno. Like, I think if you look at the pairings he's played with, He's got the highest win percentage with McTominay and Fred. Fred. Mm. So it's, oh, it's, scary it's all for Bruno. We, talk, we keep talking. <laughs> scary stat. Jeez. Well, yeah, well, the stats, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to argue with those stats, isn't it? You know, Bruno gets the best out of it when you've got two DMs who, as, as they're called, Matt Fred, Chuckle Brothers. But if it gets Bruno scoring, maybe that's what we've got to accept for now, isn't it? But um, mm. any last remarks before we sign out? All right, so the, the 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 squad here. We're looking forward to tomorrow. We're we're hoping it's going to be a win, probably a score win. And yeah, man, let's make United great again. East. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.